Abba Yahweh, thank you yet again just because you are who you are and you are what you are. You're my Father, my Abba, the maker of all things made, Abba Yahweh. And thank you for the opportunity to share with my brothers and sisters things that you tell me I can share. So, brothers and sisters, I'm going to share something that that the Spirit touched my heart. And um, I was stirring a little bit about it. And, and uh, put it together. I, I haven't done something like this for a really long time, actually. I used to do it kind of all the time. But... There will be some that won't appreciate or understand. But you remember something that I have said from the beginning? From the very first time that God told me that I could share with y'all. I tell the truth. I don't sugarcoat. I don't honey glaze it or any of that. And, and I find that so much stuff about Christmas is all of that. I mean, it's a, a good, great time of year, beautiful, and I love all the lights and all this stuff here. It's just sad that people can't be the way they seem to get around Christmas all the time, which is what the whole gospel is about. I shared with you the other day the uh, Old Testament prophets and the words that, that David wrote down and the poems that he wrote, Isaiah talked Isaiah 700 years before the birth of Christ and was prophesying about his coming. And David wrote things in his poems and his songs about the coming of the birth of Christ. And therefore a sign shall be given to you that a, a child born of a virgin and that his name would be Counselor, Prince of Peace, and that his name would be above all names and that he would carry the kings of the kingdom. And I mean, it's there's so much stuff that is found and so many treasures that are found in God's treasury that he lets me share this. But anyway, I put this poem together and I ran it by God and the Holy Spirit and they indicate that it should be shared said it's okay for me to do that. And with the onset of Christmas and the season that Mam, Mammon has decided is at Christmas time we celebrate the birth of Christ. But for many people it's about presents and skiing and winter vacation and Santa Claus and all this other hoorah. Um, those are all good and pleasantries and that's good but the word Christmas it's a compound word and the two words in Spanish means Christ more or more Christ Christ or Cristo mas mas Christos Brothers and sisters, more about Christ and the reason for the season was because he was born. So 
I wrote this little poem. O little town of Bethlehem, quietly you lay for now, neath a deep and darkening sky, but above a bright new star did shine, the star given from above with his pure love. To you the Magi it drew, something they knew, their charts they read, and prophets of old their words did heed. Come to find the newborn king, as it was said of old. So they brought gifts of frankincense, myrrh, and gold. They set these gifts upon the ground, knelt, and removed their crowns. This day they found in swaddling cloth and a manger lying on the hay. The king, the star, had shown the way. Others gathered close by, not knowing this king had come to die, the savior of the world. And that's the truth. Remember this, brothers and sisters, and again, I share with you John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever, that means the world. And remember when John the Baptist saw him for the first time. He hadn't seen his cousin. His cousin had come and been growing and They'd been apart for many years. And what was the first thing that John exclaimed when people were around and they were coming to be baptized? They wanted to have the water baptism. And that was John's doing. And what did he say when he first saw his cousin? When he first saw Jesus? Behold, the Lamb of God, whose shoes I am not fit to latch. He announced and professed that Jesus Christ had come not to conquer as a great and mighty warring king, but he came to sacrifice himself for you and for me and whosoever would believe on his name, that he is the only begotten son of Abba Yahweh, God the Father, have faith in God. So brothers and sisters, I wrote that little poem, not a, some of you may think it's dark and dismal. And take off your rose-colored glasses, brothers and sisters, because the world is a dark and broken place. The Word of God talks about that. But here's the import that you must, must, must have faith in, believe in. This is not our home. We're working here. We are all basically on work visas. Those true and honest believers have faith in God, believe in Jesus Christ, truly believe, not just profess it with your mouth, but study in the word and seek his truth, his knowledge, and his wisdom. 
we're on work visas here. And God desires wholeheartedly that we share this word to all the nations. And you know, there's some Christmas carols. I I shared with you some ideas that I had about it and why that certain songs are only sung at Christmas time. They're a Christmas carol. Well, Joy to the World is not a Christmas carol only. Open up a book. Read the lyrics. Read the words. Don't just sing the song. Read the words and and guidance from the Holy Spirit will take you through. It begins as a prayer. Joy to the world, for the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Did she? No. The world did not receive their king. Instead, they rebuked him, degraded, belittled, spat on him. Why do you suppose that that happened? Well, partly, I believe, my perception and my idea is that partly because he didn't come as what they wanted him to. Here's the thing. And this is so important. You're talking about the Son of God. What? Now he's supposed to just do what you want him to do and snap your fingers at your beck and call, which is why Jesus Christ had this bad taste for religion in his mouth to begin with. Because religious elders, church leaders, they put his father in a box. They only let him out when it's convenient or they have something special going on. And they think that God is their little puppet. Well, I hate to break the news to y'all, but that's not the case. God is the maker of all things made and he is sovereign. And you may be allowed to have your little dance party for now. But just remember this, when it comes time, And when he does come as the reigning king, and when he does show up as the lion of the tribe of Judah, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When Jesus Christ was sent down, God the Father, David speaks to this. In the Psalms, he was made a little lower than the angels. He was their Lord and King. He was the captain of the hosts of heaven. But when he came to earth, his heavenly attributes were diminished. Remember, I've shared this with you before. It's, It's in the Bible. He came humbly. He came humbly as a man. And he could read the heart. And he could tell things, certain things were still given him. But he was walking this earth in this plane of existence as a man, born as a man-child. 
And I'm going to share further with you. In the town of Bethlehem, you remember what the issue was. It was the census and everybody had to go to the central location and Bethlehem was the one. And some people mistake a manger. Oh, that's where they that's where they were sleeping and that's all that was left. Well, that's not exactly accurate information. So a manger is actually that thing that I told you that Jesus Christ was lying in. They made a, a cradle or a bed out of it for him. It was a wooden structure, looked much like an upside down triangle, and that's what they would take the clean hay and put it in there to keep it off the floor, the dirt, keep it out of the dirt. There's a lot of people, well, they're just animals. Well, the thing of it is, you have to understand that culture thought much higher of their animals than we do today. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but it's true. And so the hay was put up in this wooden structure. And this is what Jesus was found in. When the Magi came, he was wrapped in the swaddling clothes, swaddling cloth, as the prophets speak of, lying in a manger. He had no crib for a bed, but he was laying in a manger on hay. The Magi came to this town, these were not foolish men, but they were not as the Sanhedrin and so full of themselves and self-worth and arrogance. They believed what the prophets of the old had said. On this day, this star, follow these signs and you will find the newborn king, he will be the savior of the world. They followed their charts. They found this star it had never been seen before. But God in his infinite depth of his love gave his only begotten son. He came as a child. He hung that star and the Magi followed this thing. Do you, some of you may have heard, may not have heard, or read, or found, but you know that his mother Mary kept those things. Frankincense and myrrh. They were used for Jesus' burial. And in his, in his earthly passing. Brothers and sisters, these men were not foolish. They read the charts. They were intelligent men. They read the charts, but they also heard the words. They believed what was said. And there were other signs that they were able to put together. And they said, this, this is true. This is truth. We have to follow this star. Look at this new star. We've never seen this star before. We have these star charts. We have these, these charts that guide land trains, sailors on the sea. This star's never been there before. 
and they started following and then they went back to the old words, the old prophets, and they followed that star. Some of you might remember the, the song, that Christmas carol, We Three Kings of Orient are. Not really for certain if they came from the Orient, but they were, where they were from, they were vaunted above others. And they did wear crowns. They were, they were of royal position. But they heeded the truth. They recognized the truth. And when they came, they knelt down and took off their crowns and they bowed to the king. Jesus' own people. They rebuked him, detested him. And he spoke the truth. And as he spoke the words to them, he said, you say that you know the scriptures and you say that you know the Father? You don't know the Father. If you knew the Father, you would know me. And they didn't like Jesus because he spoke the truth. Straight truth. No punches pulled. But he was never confrontational. The one and only time that Jesus got confrontational was when the money changers were stealing both from God and the people. And they turned the church where people were supposed to come and be able to worship God and they had changed it into a den of thieves and they became money changers. You had to buy a special sacrifice. You had to only use temple money. You couldn't bring your own money. Oh no, couldn't do that. You had to buy temple money. And of course, there was an exchange rate. Angered Jesus. And he turned over their tables and he chased them out. He scourged them. Not as he was, but he, he whipped them and they didn't like it. But brothers and sisters, when people tell the truth, others don't like it. And because what is spoiled in their heart, they try to turn it on the truth teller. Incident this evening, and I, I just walked away trying to serve and share and be informative. And then the young woman had to bring up race. Where it even came from, I don't know. I'm a Native American, and I've shared this with you before, that I probably, possibly have more true African blood in my veins than many of these that are so hostile about the black and white issue. That's very sad to me. It breaks my heart. But I walked away. I didn't even want to... Assist. I didn't want to serve her. For, she tried to make it into something evil, wicked, and bad, and threw that out, and then tried to put it on me 
<laughs> because I wasn't giving her the answer that she wanted to hear. The Sanhedrin and the people turned against Jesus because he didn't come what they wanted him to come as. They wanted him to come as the conquering king, his entourage, his warriors to come and chase out the Roman and take over. Didn't show up that way. Came humbly. The way he was intended to come. God's plan, not theirs. Isn't it interesting that we still do that very thing now to one another? We talk bad about businesses or things that places that we work at or had worked at or even while you still work there and then running off at the mouth of how bad and terrible it is. Brothers and sisters, do these things as unto the Lord. The lesson I'm learned and still still trying to make sure I'm learning it and getting it right. I fall sometimes. But not complaining about coworkers and the inefficiencies of things that they're leaving undone, and I have to do it before I can actually step into my role and do what I'm supposed to do. And I've learned how to set those things aside instead of taking the time to do it, and and then have to, uh, you know, there's procedures and things that we do, but these things can be done while I'm working, doing my duties and doing what I'm supposed to do. Doesn't have to all be done before I start. And I stopped griping about it, complaining, because it, it honestly and sadly, it's not going to change. But the thing of it is, I show by example, I lead by example, and just do it. And that's all there is to it. We must do what we do as unto the Lord. He provided me this place anyway. So brothers and sisters, we just have to remember the truth is in his word. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. God provides. He will tell, he will share. You have to lean in with a spiritual hearing and get the scales of this world removed so that you can see with heavenly sight, with sight of faith. We walk in faith, not by sight. And simply that's all God asks us to do. Believe in Jesus, have faith in him, and share the gospel, the truth. No matter how crooked, how dark, and how nasty this world can be sometimes and 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 it can and there's some places where you just see a lot of that all the time but the truth remains that jesus christ did come he did die but he came that everyone would have an opportunity to not perish and as an heir a joint heir with Jesus Christ, an heir to the kingdom of heaven, the least I can do is to share the truth about my Lord Jesus Christ.
and the truth and the treasure of God, my Father, Abba Yahweh. And that's all he asks of his brother and sister. But some folks make it so difficult to share the word of God. I'm thankful that when Jesus Christ did not throw a tantrum fit in the garden, when he said, Father, if there be any way, take this cup from me. And I'm glad, sad and glad, that he didn't, and that God didn't, God said, okay, son, if you really don't want to do it, we thought, thought it was all worked out, but okay, come back home. So brothers and sisters, the only, the only, the only thing he asked me to do is to share his truth, knowledge, and wisdom from his word with anyone that would listen. All I share with you, brothers and sisters, is truth. All truth. It's his word. I am blessed to be able to go into his treasury and not be expelled. And as I've shared with you about validation, whether you like this or not, it's a truth. But validation from mammon, I don't care. The validation that matters utmost and the only thing that matters is that when I go home and God asks me, why should you be allowed to come in to this kingdom? Because I believe that Jesus Christ is your only begotten son and he came for me. And as I walked on this earth, on the earth, Father, I had faith in you and I shared. And then he smiles. And then he says, welcome home, my good and faithful son. Brothers and sisters, I pray this for each and every one of you to have that. It doesn't take much. He doesn't ask much except to have faith in him and to share his truth. That's all. Believe in Jesus, have faith in him and share his word. Brothers and sisters, I love you. I hope you like that little poem. I know it's uh, might not be pine scented enough for folks, some folks, and a Christmas mushy mush type thing, but it's it's truth. Brothers and sisters, be blessed. It's getting very 
late in the... Oh, let's change that. It's getting very early in the morning. So I'm going to say good night, good morning, be blessed, have a great day. And as always, you are in my prayers. I'm going out, my coming in.